The Rays Radio Network proudly presents This Week in Rays Baseball. Here's your host, Neil Solons. Well, hi, everybody. Welcome to our latest podcast. Uh, I'm not doing this to preview the championship series. Obviously, at the time that I'm recording this, we still don't even know who Houston is playing, whether it's Cleveland or New York, as they're getting set for Game 5 while the NLCS starts later on this evening. The reason we're doing this podcast is because the Rays have announced an addition to their coaching staff, and it is a familiar face, and we'll further introduce you to Jorge Moncada, the Rays' new bullpen coach. Jorge had been a minor league pitching coordinator for the Rays. He's got an interesting backstory, and of course he is replacing Stan Borowski, who retired at the end of the 2022 regular season campaign. In addition to chatting with Jorge, we're going to also speak with Kyle Snyder, the Rays pitching coach, because Kyle and Stan had such a terrific relationship, and Kyle's uh, rapport with Jorge goes back sometime as well. So we'll hear from Kyle Snyder in a bit. Right now, time to hear from Jorge Moncada, Rays' new bullpen coach. And first, I had a chance to congratulate him on the opportunity. Hey, Neil. No, thanks uh, for the opportunity. Yeah, thanks so much. Tell me what this means to you. And obviously, it's been a very, you know, you're young, you're still under 40, but it's been a long journey to get to this point as you spent more than 20 years as a player or coach. Uh, it means a lot. Um, you know, all the process that you go through in the minor leagues as a player, then as a coach, and and uh, being with the race the, the entire time as a coach, is this is means a lot to me. And and, you know, all the my career in the minor leagues and, and all the process that I went through. Can you touch on what it was like when you got the news and uh, who you first talked to about it after the fact? Yeah, um, well, it was the, it was very emotional for sure to my family, my wife and kids. They were with me since the interview. Um, my my daughter helped me to choose the clothes that I was going to wear during the interview. And so they were very aware of what's going on. My little boy, he just knew it was an interview. He didn't understand what, what I was going to do. Uh, and they were, were, were all happy and in tears and, you know, in the living room. So it was, it was very exciting. You have lived in, in Tampa Bay for a bit since being the pit minor league pitching coordinator, but I would assume you've got a lot of family back in Venezuela still too. Yes, yes. Still, all my family is back in Venezuela. I, uh, I'm here with my wife and, and children, um, my my mother, um, sister and brother, all the cousins. Everybody else is is back there. Can you give me an idea what it means to your entire family for you to get to the big leagues for the first time? Oh, when when this uh, became became official, it, it was just crazy. Like the text messages, the phone calls from everybody. You know this. It's unbelievable. The family member, we're so proud of you. And yeah, so this is nonstop. You have, and, and, and it's, it's very, it's great, you know, that you, you feel like your family is, is aware of what you do and they're paying attention to what you do. So it, it was, uh, it was exciting. Yeah. What has made this organization special for you? Because as mentioned, basically you've been a coach with the Rays organization your entire coaching career, but for one season. The people. People is, is just different in this organization. People is, they're, we're human first, and then we're baseball. We're baseball people. So um, we get along pretty good. We, uh, we're very loyal. This organization is very loyal to the, their, their employees and, and everybody. So I think that's what uh, makes us different 
the people that we have, how we treat people and how we get along with everybody. For people who are not aware, you started your career as a player in the Astros organization, and it was a Houston connection that really brought you to the Rays, right? Yes, yes. I mean, um, I started um, as a pitcher for the Houston Astros. I was one of the few mistakes by Andres Rayner <laughs> as a player. Um, but he always said that he was going to be a better scout of coaches than players. And we're talking about somebody that, you know, signed Johan Santana and all these uh, big, big leaguers. So, yeah, he was the connection after uh, I got released with Houston. He he was with the Rays and and um, Jerry Hunsaker was a, a close friend with him. And he brought me to, to the Rays. And obviously it has worked out for the better. Tell me how you've grown as a coach and what makes a good pitching coach? What makes potentially a good bullpen coach? Well, you know, I got to go back um, to Venezuela in 2006. You know, it was a lot of um, a lot of watching, a lot of, you know, learning from other coaches, learning from your own pitchers. For me, that's, that's a big part of being a coach. Get to know your pitchers, get to know uh, how you can uh, get them to do things that you feel they're going to they're going to get better with it. Um so I think the relationships with the pitcher, the relationships that you create, not just talking about baseball, is what really helps help you to become a, a good a good coach. And then you can start talking about baseball after you create all that relationship. Obviously, you've done a lot of that in this organization. Tell me what you think would be the biggest change going from a coordinator over overseeing all the minor league pitchers to working with a smaller group in a major league bullpen. Oh yeah, I think that's that will be <laughs> that's the biggest uh, change. I I was going to I was seeing the whole picture, the entire picture of the organization from Dominican Republic to uh, to AAA with uh, Durham Bowl. So um, I got to be aware of what's going on with Tatch uh, Bradley in AAA, but also I need to know what's going on with uh, Johnny Curet at the academy or at the complex um, now is more focused on these 12, 13 pitchers and help Kyle any way I can. Tell me about your relationship with Kyle, because as mentioned, you go back to 06. Obviously you actually predate Kyle in the organization. So what's the relationship bet between the two of you like? Oh yeah. It goes back. Like we, we know each other for around 10 years. I will say um, I met him when, when we hired him, he was going to be the pitching coach in Hudson Valley. Um, it's hard for me to remember which year, 2010, 2012. I don't remember. Um, and yeah, we started there. And, and I know this guy that pitched in the big leagues and he just need to come to the field and, and do his stuff. But he was with a notebook every single day that first year. Like he was open to learn. He was listening to everybody, including myself, who, you know, didn't play as much as him, but he, he, he knew he wasn't about how much I play it was a, it was it was about how much I can learn to be a good coach. So then he he became a pitching coordinator and I was a pitching coach in Hudson Valley. And we keep having this relationship. We talked a lot. Um, we talk about me going back to the academy and helping during the winter, which for him, you know, it was it was a big help. Um, and then actually in Venezuela, we were talking about hey. I feel you're going to coach somewhere else. 
just let me know before that happened. And two days later, he was the pitching coach for the AAA team. Um, and then he said, you know, he, I feel you can do this job. And so we get along pretty good. Kyle is, is he's a baseball man. Kyle's is so smart. And he, like we just talked about uh, the relationship with the pitchers. I think he's the best, you know, he's the best, how good he can get along with the pitchers and can get the, the guys to do something that he feels is going to make him better. I think one thing that also worked well is Kyle had such a good relationship with Stan. What did you know about Stan and maybe how are your personalities similar and maybe different? Well, yeah, I know Stan from, um, you know, from back seven years ago and, and um, when he got to the organization, even that a lot of guys that played with Houston that I know, know him before from being a pitching coach in the Houston organization. And through Dewey Robinson, you know, he he also introduced um, Stan to myself. I think uh, we're pretty similar. I think uh, Stan is, a, you know, a hard worker. I think he's, he pay attention to the detail and he's open to learn new stuff. And that's what I would like to do um, in the big leagues. Just go out there, keep learning, um, adding a few things that I feel might help the guys in the bullpen or might help Kyle with something. Uh, but I think we're... we're we're similar in, in, in the way we approach and the game and how we can help the pitchers. How much will it help you that this news comes out in October where you've got a, a lot of months before spring training starts, maybe to get to know some of the guys a little bit more, have off-season conversations, get to know their per them personally as much as you get to know them as a pitcher? Yeah, exactly. I think that's, that's, that's uh, the good part about, you know, getting the news at, at this time of the year. I can start creating those relationships. I can start talking to Kyle uh, more on how he wants to, you know, the off-season go. Um, and also that allows me to go to the academies for the last time as well. So I can, you know, um, say say bye for now to the, to the guys over there and start the transition um, a little slower and not just go straight to a, to a bullpen uh, after five days, you get the news. So I, I kind of have time to to think about it and start the transition um, slower. And I would imagine those are some really good relationships that you've built up. And the plan is to try and have those same kind of relationships here with the Rays that you had at the minor league level. Exactly. Yeah, I, I keep those relationships. And, and you know, and, and with the AAA being pretty much an extension of the big leagues, uh, it's good to have, you know, that the relationship that we have with Brian Reed and, and the guys in, in AAA to keep, you know, helping the big league team, but also keeping those relationships that are going to allow us to know the players better before they get uh, there. Jorge, well, you know, in the minor leagues, the one thing you're focusing on, and look, Kyle had to adjust to this too, you're focusing on development first. At the big league level, you're focusing on developing guys, but you're also, it's a greater emphasis probably on winning than any other level. Will that be hard? Will that be a, a change for you? What will be the, the biggest difference? That will be a learning process for sure. But as you, as you can see, um, we developed, we developed in the minor leagues, but we also developed winning. As you can see, you know, the last two years, uh, most of the teams are been, have been in the, in the playoff. And I think, Three teams won the championship this year again. And so we're looking for the balance where we develop, but also part of the development is to teach him 
uh, winning, uh, teach the guys to have uh, winning mentality. So I think I've been there. I think I, I have some idea of it, but I know it's not that close to what we do in the big list. So it's going to be part of the learning process, how to adjust when I can start to do some development was the right timing to do it in the big leagues as well as the right timing to just focus, go there, get outs and make us win. Well, we're looking forward to having you on staff uh, come this spring and uh, we congratulate you on your first big league opportunity. And thanks for a few minutes. No, I appreciate it, Neil. And, and thanks for the opportunity. And I'll, I'll go out there and, and learn as much as possible and do uh, do my best to help the race to win the uh, World Series. We certainly appreciate the time of new race bullpen coach Jorge Moncada. And one of the guys he'll be working closest with is Kyle Snyder, the race pitching coach, who now joins us. And Kyle, first of all, what was your feel? And give us a, a, an inside look at the rapport you've had with Jorge since you came to this organization. Sure thing. Now, I, I think I think Jorge, for a variety of reasons, was an excellent choice. Uh, I started coaching uh, in the Rays organization in 2012. Um, I was not introduced to Jorge until the offseason of 2013, uh, prior to me going into an administrative role in which I was down in Latin America uh, a quarter of that year. And I was in you know the time that I got a chance to meet Jorge Moncada, you know, who'd run our Venezuelan program down there for about seven years, I believe, after uh, um Hiring as a left-handed pitcher in the Astros organization, and you know that was uh, that was the first time we were able to meet. And um, the following year, believe it or not, uh, he actually came stateside and was the pitching coach for the Hudson Valley Renegades. Uh, and Dewey Robinson at the time was our head coordinator. I assisted Dewey with the lower levels, and uh, Jorge and I got a chance to work, you know, very closely with one another. That in 2014. Um, and then and since then, uh, you know, he's um, he kind of segued back into that coordinator role alongside Dewey, um, spending countless, you know, hours, you know, annually with Dewey Robinson and, and understanding a lot about you know, the importance of, you know, just kind of growing the department and being curious about ways to do so. Um, you know, but Jorge and I, uh, we have, you know, a long history together. Um, you know, both have been in the organization for quite some time. Uh, I was extremely well-versed in a lot of the modern initiatives, indicators and stuff that we we now utilize um, and is going to just be a really tremendous asset down there. Um, not just, um, you know, as a pitching coach, um, but just as a, as a resource just on our staff, um, you know, uh, we have a lot of Latin American players this, you know, this past year. Um, and and I, I would expect that were to be the case, you know, on the pitching side of things, as things continue to unfold. And uh, like I said, he's going to be a tremendous asset alongside Rodney Linares, um, you know, uh, you know, given his cultural background, uh, given his bilingual, um, you know, background. And, and he's just, he's going to be, you know, a true asset to not just the organization, but to the, to the pitching side of things as well. Can you remember back to when you started on the big league staff and what the biggest adjustments are, let's say from going from being a coordinator or a coach at the minor league level to coaching at the big league level, where there's uh, certainly a little more attention and focus on winning over development every single night? Yeah, I, I definitely can. And, and I, I also think that we, we do a pretty good job 
you know, at the major league level, putting developmental focus, you know, on uh, the careers of, you know, the, the players that we roster that come through our system that we have to trade for that we sign, you know, in Latin America. And um, I, I see, you know, George, you know, you know, Jorge come, coming up here. I call him George Monkey Moncada, you know, but like I, I do see him coming up here and, 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 and bring that kind of developmental focus to a win now, you know, daily attitude. And um, I, I think he agrees that, you know, just because you get to the major league, especially with the kind of turnover that we have annually, you know, development doesn't stop, you know, and just because you get to the big leagues doesn't mean you're an established big leaguer. And, and that's certainly not a knock on players, but, you know, we want to cultivate an environment for them to further themselves um, and, and just continue to get better. So uh, I think it's going to be a tremendous fit. It's very similar probably to the transition that I went through, given that it's five years later and things, uh, you know, through the, the drive of technology have changed quite a bit um, in terms of what we can do developmentally kind of on the fly at the big league level and things that we can stay out in front of. And, and he's certainly going to be very involved with all of that. I know that Stan helped you get acclimated fairly quickly and was obviously a tremendous resource. How can you now be the same kind of resource for Jorge as he gets started at the major league level and help him get up to speed as quickly as possible? Well, it's certainly, it's certainly not going to be as short or as steep a learning curve as it was for me, for Jorge. Given our background together, um, given kind of the continuity to our beliefs, um, and just in an effort to continue to, to, to push the department forward over the years and the role this, that he's been in, um, I, I'm going to do anything and everything I can, you know, just to, to, to give him a little bit of background in terms of how it is that we distill things down and try to keep the messaging as simple as possible. Um, you know, we, we operate in, in a very, um, you know, positive driven manner. Um, you know, trying to focus on a lot of the things that our pitchers do well. Um, and he's going to kind of step right in and pick up kind of where Stan left off from the advanced process. Um, talking about where we are as a team compared to the rest of the league and how a lot of, you know, just the count control stuff and, and helping these guys understand how their stuff's best put to work uh, really drive a lot of the success that we have. You over the years have done such a great job of communicating with players and meeting them with them in the off season and traveling to them, something you couldn't do last year. Will you do some of that with Jorge too, or will he join you or how will you also, because he's got now several months before spring training to get to know some of the guys too. That's correct. Yes. And uh, it's, it's a great question. Um, it is something that's been on my mind as I've kind of taken stock in this past season uh, understanding that Stan's not going to be back with us. And I hope he, uh, he he really enjoys his retirement because it's just unquestionably. And, you know, but you know, it, I think Jorge and I'll start picking up some conversations throughout the fall where, you know, we're unplugged a little bit more than we typically are in the season. And, and we'll start talking through some of that, you know, um, if there are players that we acquire, if there are players that, you know, he's not all that familiar with, but, you know, we talk about, you know, uh, you know, reaching out to those guys, you know, putting potential visits together, putting potential visits together with both of us. You know, um, I think all of that's on the table, Neil. And, and at the end of the day, it's about the relationship, you know, trying to sort, sort through ways to, you know, help these guys improve, but without the relationship in place and um, in an effort to earn their, their trust, um, you know, that 
that task becomes a little bit more difficult. Um, so I think a lot of the things that uh, in terms of building those relationships that have been put in place, um, you know, since uh, I've been on the post, you know, will certainly continue. And, and, and with the help of, of Jorge, um, maybe up to including, you know, a visit to Luis Patino in Colombia. You know, I, I think that there aren't any limits to, you know, the things that, that we can do to help kind of fortify these relationships and, and, and get them to a place where we have the best chance of connecting with the player. And, and how are the personalities similar and different between, let's say, Stan and Jorge? Um, because he seems like a pretty even keel guy, obviously very different in terms of life experience. Um, even keel, but he's got a good presence about him, Neil. You know, I mean, he, he's been in, in, you know, a coordinator administrative role for, for quite some time. It hasn't been his hands on as a few opportunities that he got a chance to actually coach. Um, but he's got a great presence about him. Um, he can be very direct in his teaching, you know, which I, I think certain big leaders appreciate, right? You know, they don't want to beat around the book. They want to know the things that they feel like can be that could help them. And um, I think given that, there are some similarities, despite, you know, the differences in coach backgrounds. Um, you know, he, he is a very calm-natured, you know, individual. Um, but like I said, I mean, he, he can definitely be very direct as well. And I, I think that's a good combination, um, certainly at the major league level. Um, and in figuring out ways to just deliver things that, that, that you know, uh, we can, and can help the player. And his background just with the minor league system, how obviously the Rays rely so much on promoting from within. Obviously, he's been promoting from within. How much does that also help? Uh, for guys who may be on the come at some point in 2023? It's a tremendous asset. And I think it's, it's I, I can't speak for leadership, but I, I think that is part of the reason why, you know, um, I know it was tremendously helpful for me the first couple of years that I was here. Um, just having, uh, you know, a, a pretty good understanding of, you know, where we stood in the pipeline, you know, and uh, I think a lot of Jorge's relationships, you know, that are already established with players that, uh, that we could see next year and the year after um, are, are going to pay significant dividends, especially when it comes down to just the importance of the relationship and, and, and having, you know, his thumb on so many different things over the last couple of years throughout our system. Um, you know, his, his opinion on, on a lot of these guys, be it, you know, being invited to spring training or, or you're getting some looks at some guys maybe towards the end of camp that aren't part of major league camp. Um, I think we're going to rely pretty heavily on him and, and just his overall uh, his overall awareness of just you know where our system currently stands. Kyle, good stuff. We appreciate a few minutes, and uh, hopefully you get a little bit of downtime before things really rev up. Oh, I'm getting my downtime perfect now. Uh, you know, I'm you know picking up my son, dropping him off, and you know he's running me ragged for most of the day. So uh, we're in a good place right now. Certainly appreciate the time of one Kyle Snyder and also Jorge Moncada the Rays new bullpen coach and of course we'll have podcasts as we go during the course of the offseason as news warrants you can always check out our blog raysradio.mlblogs.com get kind of a recap of who's in the Arizona Fall League for the Rays going to do something upcoming on the minor leaguers that are playing in Australia and we'll probably do something right before the World Series too if there isn't any news before then in the meantime you can always tweet me at Neil Solons at Rays Radio with anything you'd like to hear on future podcasts this offseason. Thanks so much for listening. We'll chat with you soon.